All right. Thank you for listening to Remake Rewind, the podcast where we decide if remakes or reboots should have happened. I'm Mike, and with me, as always, I've got David Delgado. What's up, Double D? What up, Mike? How are you doing, bud? I'm doing pretty good, man. How are you? I'm doing all right. I'm sick, and I feel terrible, but I drank a bunch of water and had an orange, so I've got the energy to do the podcast. Oh, well, good, because we're going to do the podcast right now. We're going to do it. Rain or shine, sickness or health. Do you do your podcast outside? Because I don't think the weather matters. It sometimes matters because you can hear the rain on the microphone if it's really bad. It's just dramatic. <laughs> um, cool. Well, what did we cover this uh, week? What did we watch? We did The Karate Kid. The Karate from Kid. From 1984 and 2010. In 2010, starring Jaden Smith and the Jayden original starring Smith. Ralph Macchio. Yeah. So uh Daniel LaRusso. What 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 is your relationship to these movies? Um I mean I I enjoyed both movies when they came out. Um I mean this is the original one like I said 1984. I was born in 89, so it wasn't really like one of the strong points in my childhood, but I did watch it as a child and I I did like it, right? Yeah, I I didn't see the newer one in theaters. I remember I really wanted to see it and I I don't know if Katrina ever watched, but I saw it a few years back and I I remember liking it, um, but the original is a classic. Like, it's hard sure. not to get pumped up when you hear the song. You're like, "You're the best around. around. Nothing's <laughs> ever gonna bring me down." Sweep the leg. Yeah, so that's that's pretty great. And um, like, this wasn't a big part of my childhood, but every time it came on TV, I watched it. And of course, you remember the crane kick and everything like that. Oh yeah. But in recent years, I've actually been wanting to rewatch it for a while because when. In the last like season and a half of How I Met Your Mother, they talk about how Billy Zapka's character Johnny, the bully, is actually the hero of the movie. The hero of the movie. And then there's actually like a really solid, it's like a three minute YouTube video that I'm going to link in the description for this episode, that this guy did like a video essay talking about how uh, Ralph Macchio's Daniel is actually the bad guy of the movie and <laughs> everything. I, I gotta watch this. It, it's really great. It's like three or four minutes long and I'm not going to go into it too much, but basically he talks about other, there's all these different points where Daniel actually starts the fights and he does oh, like yeah. almost every single he time he starts the fight and he's the one who antagonizes with the exception of the time where they pushed him down the mountain on his bike. Well, I mean, they started it originally. I mean, they and came in, continued it. but he went and like got himself involved in the situation, not well, knowing it's, it's a chick right. that he liked. And but he didn't even know her. He just her. met her. He didn't even know her name so, yet. It's the love of his life. And so there was that. <laughs> and I think we should just get into the movie since we're, we're yes, talking about some stuff. Do so it. why don't you? 1984, The Karate Kid. I got a little su- su- uh, summary for you, Mike. It's it's very short and concise. Like a martial you. arts master agrees to teach karate. To a bullied teenager. <laughs> that was really short and concise. Yes. I guess I think short we covered and concise is redundant. Anyway, so. Daniel, uh, yeah, well, I guess so. Daniel LaRusso, who's our main character here, uh, comes into, was it uh, LA, right? LA comes from New Jersey. Laws. From New Jersey. Uh, he lives out in the poor area. Rosita. And, uh, Rosita, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know more about LA than I do now. Yeah, I do. You end yeah, it. You, you tell me about Daniel Larusso, Mike. Um, I I actually don't know the area that they're referring to. Um, okay. it can't be worse than the area I just moved from. So the area that I just moved from, like literally, we're almost unpacked. Uh, the last episode I talked about how we just were in the process of moving, but I yep. lived in the area where Training Day took place. Oh shit! I just moved out of there, so I don't think Rosita <laughs> is as bad as that. But yeah, it's weird. Like th- this movie has very heavy class kind of divides in it which is weird and this kid is like bummed that he moved to california which is amazing and his first day (laughs) here he gets invited to a party at the beach and then sees the beach 1980s elizabeth shoe who's super cute like i wouldn't say she's hot but she's cute and it's like you're complaining like you're complaining about being in california you bitch palm trees don't solve anything yeah, that whole interaction was weird. He was like a <laughs> dick from the beginning. Like, He's from New Jersey. I um I haven't seen this movie in easily fifteen years, like easily. And you know, you always think, oh, you know, he must have been the good guy, and you know, he was bullied and everything like that. But after watching that video essay, I literally watched it like a week ago because somebody told me about it. 
Yeah. And really, I, I watched this movie looking for Daniel to be a dick, and I found it. Oh, yeah, easily. He started it many times. Like, he his mom's trying to, like, teach him the bright side. Like, oh, look at this. You know, no frozen toes. And he's like, yeah, but I hate the smog. And it's like, now, granted, in the <laughs> 80s, the smog was definitely a problem. But come yeah. on. And then, like, he's moving in, and he, like, is holding all these boxes, and he, like, kicks the gate without looking at, like, if anyone's there, and, like, smacks his neighbor in the face. <laughs> and then he, like, lies and says he's done, like, several years of karate, and he's, like, super good at karate, and turns out he took a couple classes at the Y. At the Y. And he's kind of a dick to Mr. Miyagi the first time he sees him. Miyagi. <laughs> yeah. And he's super creepy at the beach. Like, he just Can we just say dares. Mr. Miyagi's super creepy in the beginning, too? Trying to catch the uh, the flies with the chopsticks? No, before that, when he uh, when he invites him in to cut his bonsai tree, and he's like, close your eyes, and then he touches his face. He's, close <laughs> so- your eyes. <laughs> Trust. <laughs> so, Katrina and I were watching this movie yesterday so normally i watch the original one first and then the remake but i was having yeah. some issues with like my amazon account um so i wasn't able to purchase the movie so i had to like watch the new one on fx on the fx app and then i watched the uh, the original one last night katrina yeah. and i were watching it we, you know we had some wine we had some popcorn and like in that scene you were talking about when he's like close your eyes and everything i'm like he's gonna diddle him and katrina's <laughs> like oh I my find. god <laughs> That's what I thought was gonna happen. Yeah, gonna he's gonna wax else. him off and wax <laughs> oh, him on. Oh, right hand, left hand. Right hand, left hand. He's gonna double <laughs> fit, double fist it. Oh, God. oh man, uh, <laughs> undertones, subtle undertones. Ah, no, this movie was all surface, man. <laughs> um, so, what are the highlights of this movie for you, Double D? Uh, highlights were, uh, let's see, the the beach scene in the beginning was pretty cool. I liked it. There was a good little party scene. Him getting to know Elizabeth Shue, kind of. And then... Allie uh, with the an dance. eye. Oh. Yeah. Allie? It was Allie, Allie with an eye. Yeah, Allie. Uh, you said Ollie. Shut the fuck up, Double D. Don't anyway, correct me. Anyway, yeah. Were his his <laughs> costume, which was the shower. That was weird. Yeah, that was weird. That, that's there was a guy dressed as Spider-Man in that scene, too. <laughs> Oh yeah, I did see that too. Um, I don't know why the uh, karate kids were such bullies. I guess they were they were taught that way, but then like they made a quick turn at the end, like, "Oh, you're not that bad, Larusso." Well, yeah. So that's the th- so the over arc of this movie is so several weeks before this movie takes place, Ali breaks up with Johnny, who's like the main bully and like yep. the assistant to the like the sensei at Cobra Kai. Yep. And he like shows up at this beach party and like is kind of talking to her and he's kind of a jerk. And Danny like inserts himself in the situation and like escalates it. And so Dan he gets kind of like the snot beat out of him. He like cries in front of all these new friends. <laughs> and then the thing that's weird about this movie is he like tries to hide it from his mom. And then it, uh, seemingly a couple weeks go by because his black guy is gone. And he's like decides he's going to sign up for karate so he can like beat up these kids, which is kind of weird. Yep. Like, that's where, like, in this, like, temperature that we have this political climate with, like, the mass shootings, I make that actually kind of freaks me out a little bit with, like, this guy's going out of his way to find a way to do physical harm to a peer. Yeah. And then... Well, I mean, it was a different time back different then. Different time, I you guess. But he, like... take shit from people like he that. He walks into the karate place, and he sees that his, like, bully is there. So he's all, like, sad and pissed, and... He's like, damn it. And then legitimately, these guys were like fucked up. They like knocked him down a hill on his bike. Yeah, that was pretty bad. He could have died. He could have. And then he decides like he's just like a wimp. Like he's constantly running away from the bullies to the point where like Allie's like, we just need to deal with this head on. And she's like looking at him, like basically calls him a pussy. Yeah. And he gets real upset about it. Yeah, he gets super upset. He's like, just do what you want. Do what you want. Yeah, forget about it. And then. Mr. Miyagi, like, fixes his bike, and then he does the creepy bonsai scene. And then, <laughs> once again, several weeks go by, and at the dance, like, Mr. Miyagi convinces him to go and makes him that, like you mentioned, the bathtub the shower, shower yeah. thing. And then he, this guy's smoking a J in the bathroom, and he decides to put, like, water all over him. And, like, oh, he yeah, antagonizes the bully. He gets the shit beat out of him. And then Mr. Miyagi assaults a bunch of children. Yeah, just whoops their asses. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, the thing that's weird is Johnny makes a point of saying like he doesn't want to get in trouble. He's going to be 18 years old. He's a senior. He wants to graduate. Danny made him a terrible person. He made him that way. Which is like one of the big points of that, that little video is that he says he's going to be a better person and he's smoking a J, which is like the least aggressive thing you can be doing. <laughs> and then he assaults him. Jeez, and then and then Mr. Miyagi takes Daniel to Cobra Kai and was like, we're going to go talk to the sensei. And then they realize the sensei's a dick and like the sensei wants Super them to dick. fight. And he's like, we'll fight at the tournament. The did you notice what the date of the tournament was? Uh, no, I did not. So, I did. It was December 19th. They just okay. had a Halloween dance. So, in a month and a half, they're going to train this guy to be, like, to be the best martial machine. artist in the town? There's no oh, yeah. way. No, definitely not. There's... Especially not the way he did it. No. And it's, like, presumably, he wasted... So, he had, let's say, liberally, he had five weeks. Five weeks to train him. He wasted a week having him do chores, which I get what the point is. It's like you're just doing muscle memory and getting the mus muscles down. But the thing is, he wasn't doing the muscles the same way. Like it wasn't with the same no. force. It wasn't with the stiff elbow. So like, yeah, it wasn't a high impact. Yeah, there's no way it would have been the same in the, the muscle memory like that. And then at the end of the movie, he's like doing kicks and stuff. They never trained on kicks. Yeah, no. super advanced. They went like that he never like had. a month into it, and he's like. Man, we've been doing this for like a couple weeks now, and you haven't even taught me how to throw a punch. Halfway through the time, he hasn't even thrown a punch, and now I'm supposed to believe he can yeah. do these crane kicks? Nah, yeah, I don't buy it. and defend himself completely. Well, and that's the other thing. So, Mr. Miyagi's smart, and he he like convinces the sensei dude, and is like, hey, you got to tell your boys to like leave my guy yeah, alone yeah. while we train. Yeah. And Daniel like antagonizes this group the entire time because he's got like impunity, like immunity. Yep. So, like, Daniel is kind of a dick, and he, like, yells at his mom, he yells at Mr. Miyagi, and the whole time he's just like, I want to learn how to fight, and Mr. Miyagi's so like... So what you're saying is, he's kind of a diva. Yeah, fuck him, dude. Whatever, I liked him. No, actually, I think Ralph Macchio is, like, really charismatic. He's he's a good <laughs> character, like, he's he's entertaining to watch. You know how old he was when he did this movie? No, I don't. I was uh, wondering that the entire 23 time. 23 years old. Holy shit, are you serious? Yeah. 23. Yeah, so while Katrina and I were watching this, she kept saying, like, man, Elizabeth Shue must be, like, 25, 26, and you got this kid who's probably, like, 18, 19. I looked it up. Elizabeth Shue was 21. He was 23. Wow. And he looks like he's, like, 15. Yeah, totally. And, yeah, it's crazy. That is crazy. I am mind blown right now. Yeah. Um, I think my mind's blown every episode. <laughs> Um, so I kind of want to just hit some of the highlights because some of the stuff comes back in the newer one. So yep. like the first interaction that he has with Johnny is when he goes to pick up the stereo and then like Johnny knocks oh, it down. And he's like, leave it down. And then he picks it up and then he like beats the shit out of him. Yep. The other thing that Daniel did that was fucked up. He kind of sucker punched Daniel or not Daniel. Um, Daniel kind of sucker Johnny. punched Johnny in that moment. Like Johnny like knocked him down. Like legitimately Johnny was being a dick. But then, like, Johnny went to, like, extend his hand and help him up. And then he just, like, backhanded him across the face. Well, I mean. And he's like, we're even. We're it. even. We're even. No, you're not. <laughs> you're a little bitch, Daniel. Yeah. He's got to prove himself. He's from Jersey. He's new to L.A. Just got his ass whooped. I mean, he's got to, he's got to, you know, build some dignity. You know what? I still like this movie, though. Me too. I liked it a lot. What I didn't like was that his mom called him LaRusso. Yeah, that's weird. That was weird. It's like if my mom called me Delgado. Your mom does call you Delgado. She definitely does not. No, that's true. I've I've never heard her call you that. <laughs> no, I've only seen your mom like twice in my life. Yeah, I know. I was. There she gave me a time. cookie. I know. That one time it was really great. It was a peanut butter cookie, right? Yeah, it was delicious. I loved it. I remember that. If your mom ever makes some and gives you some, you can send me one if you want. I should mail you a cookie. Yeah, I'd love it. Just one. That <laughs> montage way. at the end was amazing. Sorry to cut you off, but we're going That's off topic. Fine. We're I going like on tangents. <laughs> Tell me about the montage, Mike. Dude, like, so he finally gets to the tournament, and this is the other thing. So it's got to be for black belts, and like Mr. Miyagi's like, he is a black belt. Stole and then the belt. Steals the belt from the <laughs> guy's bag. And then they it's lie to the Miyagi. officials, and they're like, oh, Ali is his translator. I can't speak. I can't understand him. And then. <laughs> he says, you're a very nice man. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. He's like, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, what's weird is 
the fighting in this movie is really not all that great. Like, it's, no, not. it's not. And he didn't really know what he was doing. Neither of them knew the rules. Like, the first fight, he almost lost because he ran away, like, three rounds in a row. And they're finally like, <laughs> if you run out of the ring one more time, like, you're going to lose He's a point. Gone. And then, it did like, he didn't block or anything. It was just, like, all the fights that Daniel won, somebody would charge him, and he would just jump yeah, out of the way and, and kick him. Yeah, he sidestep and kick him in the gut. Yeah, like, like every no time. like this. Just run, they, like, run past him, like, where he was standing. Yeah, it's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> and so he finally makes it to like the final round, and then the coach is like, tells the second, like, tells a guy like, "Hey, you're gonna like take him out of commission, like, break his leg." He's like, "I can win," and he's like, "No, do it. I don't want him. I don't want him beaten. I want him broken." Yeah. And then he, Mr. Miyagi does his little magic hand things, and then this next fight is actually pretty legit. Like they actually do some like countering and dodging, and but like he's doing like flippy flips. Which he's Wait, never been demonstrated to do. The, the disqualification, like, he just kicked him once in the leg. Right. And he's totally disqualified. Oh, it, it was intentional. They, He's like, he did it intentionally because you're not supposed to hit below the waist. Uh, Here's the rules. Well, I mean, doesn't doesn't Johnny do that in the Yeah, next that's what round? confused me is because so later on, like, I think the way they can try to say it was, like, it was a few rounds and it was, like, the heat of the moment and, like, Daniel did throw a kick and he blocked the kick, but then he, like, yeah. dropped the elbow. So it's like, yeah, he should have been disqualified as well. Totally. One of the things that I misremembered is uh, I thought there was no kicking to the face. And I always, like, I always remembered, like, not thinking this movie made sense because Daniel at the end, he does the crane kick, kicks him in the face. And, Which everyone always says that he would have been disqualified for. But there's no, that everyone is getting punched and kicked in the face throughout the movie, like, the uh, fight. So I don't, I well, think. Well, it's something about, like, the jumping kicks. But there's, yeah, a bunch of jumping kicks. There was no that. rules against it. So I think that's one of those things that, like, I can't remember what it's called. I think it's called the Mandela effect when like collectively people just misremember something. Like one of the most famous examples is everybody thinks Sinbad was in a movie called Shazam, but there was a movie called Kazam with Shaq. But for some reason, like if you look it up online, so many people think that Sinbad was in a movie called Shazam. I think that's one another one of these things where people just remember that being against the rules and it wasn't. Hmm. Weird. Yeah. The other thing I want to talk about is Mr. Miyagi in general because when we move into the second one, Jackie Chan's version, his name is Mr. Han, is a drastically different mentor than Mr. Miyagi. Like, Mr. Miyagi, like, legitimately seemed to care about him. He was super nice. He made jokes, made him a cake, got him a got him a car for his birthday. That was crazy. Yeah. It was a nice car, too. It was a really nice car with white wall tires. You get to choose from four from cars. From four Which amazingly, classically restored cars. Yeah. Real awesome. Yeah. And and he was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, he was great. And like, I loved that scene where he's like catching, trying to catch a fly in the chopsticks. (laughs) Yeah, and then uh, and then Danny does it in like one try. uh, You have luck, good beginner's luck. And he's like super pissed about it. He's trying trying (laughs) to do it his whole life. (laughs) If you can catch a fly in chopsticks, you can do anything. Oh, I guess I could do anything. Uh, the only the problem I had with that is that I watched it in HD and I could totally see the string on the fly. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, no. So what's crazy is uh, Katrina and I were looking at Mr. Miyagi's uniform. She's like, he, there's no way he's a Japanese soldier in here. I'm like, no, he's an American soldier. His wife died in internment camp while he was gone. And yeah. like, they kind of briefly, but like, if you go to Wikipedia, like they have an entire biography about Mr. Miyagi that's like several pages long. That's and now, weird. granted, more of this stuff comes out because there are three movies with Daniel, and then there was the next Karate Kid, which had Hilary Swank in it. So, you know, there was like four movies that featured Mr. Miyagi. So, of, of course, over time, we're going to learn a little bit more about him. Right. But I, I, And they make up more as they go. Exactly. But I genuinely think this character was a great mentor. He was lovable. He was super nice. And legitimately seem to care about Daniel. Um, that's Daniel's son. I don't know. What else do you have to talk about this movie? Uh, what were we talking about? Miyagi. You were saying how we how much we like Miyagi. You were saying he's fun. He's fun. Uh, we talked about the cars. We already kind of talked about Allie. Hey, Daniel's uh, mom was really nice. This. Yeah, she like was he super was sweet. so mean to her, and he like lied about where she was working, saying she worked with a computer company. And that's like super... oh, and she was the manager at a restaurant. Yeah. Or she was going to get a manager position at a restaurant. Like, he's just so ungrateful for what he had. And he, like, throws his bike away, and Mr. Miyagi fixes it. I get it. Are you a good teenager, Mike? 
I was a good teenager. I like had a I job at like I did rebel stuff. Yeah, I did. I was like a really good kid. So at 13 years old, I did swim lessons. I taught kids how to swim. And then oh, at cool. 15, I got a job at the movie theater and I worked there for like Look three you, years. Mike. And You're I was a manager by the time I, like the day I turned 18, I was a manager and I worked every Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So there was no partying for Mike. I was a fucking square, bro. Square. Nothing has changed, I see. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> right? Doing a podcast. Such a nerd. Um, I'm actually wearing a karate kid shirt that says sweep the leg and it looks like street fighter right now oh nice dude you're is pretty cool you're a classy motherfucker i love i love stuff like this <laughs> um sweep the leg i like when <laughs> mr miyagi is um on their birthday and he's like oh you made me a cake you're such a great guy and he goes you're my best friend ever and mr Miyagi goes you're a pretty all right guy yeah you're pretty okay too <laughs> yeah. that was good um, overall, I mean, this is a classic movie. Um, pretty much everybody has seen this movie at some point. And I actually did appreciate watching this a second time around with a different point of view, looking at him as being like the flawed hero and kind of a dick. It kind of made it fun watching this movie. Like if anybody's listening to this podcast and they decide they want to watch the movies, like they didn't watch it before listening to the podcast. Like I'm going to, once again, I'm going to link to this little video essay, check it out and then watch the movie from that point of view. That Daniel's actually the person who causes all the bad things in this movie. And it's a pretty interesting way to watch this movie. Like, Katrina's walking by, she's shaking her head because the entire movie I was picking apart trying to make Daniel look like the bad guy. (laughs) He's totally bad, Katrina. He makes it easy. Katrina said he's an average little asshole. Yeah, he's totally a teenager. Like a little pink dog. Jazzy. Jazzy. I like when he had that interaction where he, like, first gets to the apartment there's like this old lady who's from jersey and he's like hey you're from jersey and she goes yeah or he goes she says he's from jersey he's like how'd you know she's like i can smell people from jersey and he goes what part are you from and she's like says the city and he goes like i've got an uncle from the city what's his name leo leo what leo larusso oh yeah leo larusso i don't know him (laughs) and then he goes upstairs and asks his mom if she told him and she did yeah Told her. Yeah. Good times. I don't people. really have much more to talk about this movie. I think it's a fun movie. It's a classic. It's definitely worth watching. I thought it was weird when he was getting ready for the tournament and that kid Dutch comes in and like threatens him. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, that fight scene between them when he got to it was like 30 seconds. Yeah. Um, and something similar <laughs> happens in like the newer one. Like there were some, a lot of the same issues I have with this one I have with the new one. Um, but all in all, this movie... I mean, it is a classic for a reason. It's it's not the most amazing movie, but I, I had a fun time watching it. Every time I do an episode of this podcast, I'll ask Katrina, like, hey, do you want to watch either one of these? Most of the time she says no, but this time around she's like, no, I want to watch the original Karate Kid. So it's like one of those movies that people like and like have a warm, fuzzy feeling. In fact, Katrina was telling me she's, so she's an actress. She did an episode where she was in like the Goldbergs, which is like some TV show on ABC that takes place in the Mm -hmm. 80s. And apparently like the episode recreated like the entire tournament and basically did a shot for shot like remake of the Daniel uh, Johnny fight. Um, So like that was a big part of why she wanted to watch it. it. Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. What did, what did, uh, oh, speaking of Cobra Kai, like what was their expression? Because they had like a little mantra. Um, let me see if I can find it. I wrote it down, but now I can't. No mercy. Well, that was like a three sentence thing. God damn it, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I don't remember though. Where is it? I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. Strike first. Strike hard. No mercy. The way of defense, right? The way of defense. Strike first. Strike hard. No mercy. Yep. What the hell? Yeah, dude. This guy's like super white too. Where did he learn karate? Like it says he was like special forces or something but like karate champion that's not karate that you learn in the military (laughs) well he did right that's why he was the champion maybe he went to vietnam and like learn karate karate. don't they do like something else well i mean karate is not really a thing like that's not like that's the thing that's weird is so in america karate doesn't really mean anything like there's no regulatory like karate thing as you can see when they just lie and say danny's a black belt <laughs> but there isn't like literally i can open up a karate studio and be like yeah this is mike's karate and i studied this 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 and this and i combined these three forms of martial arts and there's nobody who could validate whether or not i did that and you would totally get people to subscribe to your gym yeah because like i'm super fit 
And really good at martial arts and fighting. And really good looking. That's true. At least one of those statements was true. I'll let the listeners decide which one was true. (laughs) All right. Well, I think we should uh, move on to a message from our sponsors. Is that that audible? It is, in fact, audible. Double D, you're so goddamn smart. I'm smart. You're smart and handsome. Oh, man. You're the total package. Imi is so lucky. So lucky. I wish I was Imi sometimes. You know who else is lucky? Who? People who go on Audible and download a free book. Yeah, it's a free book on us. Free audiobook on us. MDX Pods sent you that way. Go to audibletrial.com slash mdxpods and you get a 30-day trial and one free book. And the greatest part is you can keep the book even if you cancel it. Full free. Did you say toll free? I said full free. Oh, they said toll free like a phone. I was like, you're an (laughs) idiot, Double D. Yes. You ruined this entire spot, but you didn't. (laughs) Full free. All right. So uh, let's move into the 2010 version, which when I found out this was made in 2010, I got really upset because I was like, this was just recently. This was eight years ago. I feel f- fucking yeah, dude, old. it's 2018. Yeah. Get with the times, Mike. Dude, I feel old as shit. Like Katrina yeah, and I were watching and she's like, oh, how old is that kid? Like 14, 15. He's just really small. And I'm like, no, oh. he was actually like 10 years old when he made this movie because he's and only he's like 19 years old now. Yeah. And he's an icon living, apparently. <sighs> Have you heard that song? No, I haven't. Plug for uh, Jaden Smith. He's an icon living. Go listen to the song. It's actually not bad. Uh, the best part about that song is that Will Smith actually made a parody of it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. That's funny. It was actually uh, to congrat- congratulate him for like 10,000 views or t- 10,000 streams or That's something like stupid. that. The great. only it's reason Jaden Smith has the opportunity to have is because he's Will Smith's son. Oh, yeah, for sure. And the thing that's sad is Will Smith had another son before he married Jada Pinkett. That's not getting the same advantages. All... I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, he had a kid before Jada. Huh. Yeah, this other kid, what? fucking he doesn't give a shit about. You got Apparently Willow not. Smith with her hair back and forth. You got fucking Jaden Smith <laughs> after Earthen and yeah, fucking dude. Karate Kidden and Pursuit of Happiness and their other kid. He's like, "Fuck you! You're not with you're not uh, Jada's blood. I don't give a shit." I do have to say, watching this movie, he does look like Will Smith. Oh, he, and he has a lot of his mannerisms. Oh, too. he looks exactly like Will Smith, like a young Will Smith. And that's actually a problem that I had with this movie. Not that he looked like Will Smith, but the tone of this movie was drastically like it was up and down. And like at the beginning of the movie, they had him doing like Will Smith kind of like jokes. At the beginning of the movie at the park, and then it kind of went away. Like, his character really wasn't all that consistent. No, it wasn't. But uh, why don't you summarize this movie for me? Yes, let me read this one for you from Kennedy. 12-year-old Dre Parker has moved to China and finds himself like a fish out of water. <laughs> he befriends a fellow classmate, Mei Ying, only to make a rival, Chang, who starts to bully and attack Dre. Soon, Mr. Han, the maintenance man of Dre's apartment, fends off Cheng and his friends when they're attacking Dre and signs Dre up to fight in the Kung Fu tournament in return for the bullies laying off Dre. Dre realizes Mr. Han is much more than a maintenance man when he was revealed as a master of Kung Fu and Dre soon learns that Kung Fu is about self-defense and peace instead of violence and bloodshed. Right. Um, right off yeah. the bat, I'm going to say there is the making of a great movie in this version. There was a lot of things I really liked, and there were very few things I didn't like. I didn't like that it was called The Karate Kid when it's Kung did Fu. Kung Fu. Well, apparently it was only called that in the United States to, you know, tie into the original Bolster. one. But yeah. I remember, so when I turned it on for the first time and I was going to watch it, and I saw the Sony Columbia TriStar thing pop up, I was like, oh, this is going to be garbage because Sony does not make good movies anymore. Yeah. And I was actually surprised. I, I remember liking this movie. And as a whole, I actually did enjoy... Th- a lot of this movie the there were a few things i had a problem with it so at the very beginning of the movie some of this stuff is nitpicky but he, they're moving from detroit right which is yeah. in 2010 was not doing so well nope. and his friend tries to give him like a skateboard as he's like getting ready to go on a van to go to the airport so he can go move to china yeah first off what like the whole neighborhood is there what parent is going to let their kid in Take Detroit, Wildsport, give away a skateboard. Like, that shit's expensive. Yep. And then if I was his mom, I'd be like, 
oh, hell no. I'm not fucking dragging a skateboard around <laughs> on an 18-hour flight to China. and That's not going to fly. It's not going to fly. It's not going to be a carry-on. Right. Sorry. So Sorry, Dre. Fucking, now she's got to pay like a check fee for a goddamn skateboard. Easy 50 bucks. Easily. So it's not going to fly. I don't I, buy I it. I like that he didn't have a name. The, his, his friend. Nah. His, literally on the credits is Dre's Detroit friend. Is that what it says? <laughs> yes. That's so funny. <laughs> like they could have just made up a name, but no. Oh my god, that's ridiculous. The other thing is, so right off the bat, like they move it, like they move, and like Dre's kind of a dick. Like he just like throws his jacket on the ground, and his mom's like, "Nah, we're not gonna do this here." She's like, she basically was like, "Look, you're an asshole in Detroit, but you're not gonna be an asshole in China." We are starting a new right, and so immediately he like runs into this like other white kid, like well, not other white kid. He's not white. I don't know why I said other. He runs into this white kid <laughs> named Harry, and he's like, oh, you just moved here from America? That's cool. Do you speak any Chinese? And he's like, nope. He goes, you're moving to China. You should probably learn probably some Chinese. Yeah. And then it's like, he's like, let's go to the park. And so they go to the park, <clears throat> and like they play basketball. And this is where like he makes some like Will Smith jokes. Like He fucking sucks at basketball, but he tells everybody he's oh, good. Terrible. And he's like, Oh, but I I got I hurt my shooting arm. I, my shooting arm's got some jet lag, <laughs> and it's like I can see Will Smith saying that and pulling it off, but he doesn't have the charisma of Will Smith. No, poor guy. He's a Smith, but he's not Will Smith. And then like he's Jaden Smith. That kid, like, but that white kid, like, was like fucking terrible. Like he was a terrible actor, and I feel like they hired him because they needed just because he could speak Chinese. Well, no, I think they hired him so they have somebody who's a little worse than Jaden so he looks better. <laughs> but then like you see this kid throughout the movie and he doesn't have any other lines. Like he shows up at the end of the movie during the tournament and he's like cheering and everything. Like I think this kid was so bad that they cut the rest Did he of his really lines. Not? No, he didn't. Like you see him at school a couple times and you see him at the tournament, but he doesn't say any other lines. Interesting. I didn't even notice that. I did. It's cuz I'm more observant huh. than you, Double D. It's cuz you're white. Whoa. And you're partial to the white kid. No, I fucking took this kid to task, man. <laughs> said he was awful. Yeah, but you were looking for him to have more lines. It's pretty... No, I wasn't looking for him. It was just obvious, really Shh, easy to see totally him because he was the only white person in the entire movie. <laughs> he was almost albino. Yeah, he, he was, was really pale. white. Oh, man, this podcast is taking a turn. Yeah, yeah, it did. That's... We can always edit this out. No, nah, I'm not gonna. <laughs> so the thing that's weird about this so a lot of things have the parallel so some of the things like change like order but a lot of things are very similar to the original so like when he is at the park and he's like going to talk into my ling the bully kid chang comes up and like knocks her stuff down and he picks it up and not he knocks it back down and then like he beats the shit out of Dre. Like, yeah, that was pretty gnarly. He like, like kicks him in the face. kicks him in the face, kicks him in the chest, sends him flying. Like he beats the shit out of him. Like, yeah, it was pretty. The bad. thing that's impressed about this movie is like these kids like knew some They're martial really arts. Good. Yeah, and like the fight scenes in this movie were pretty fucking brutal. I'm like, holy shit! Like, he, especially with that kid, he beat all the of that kid was kicking people him. in the face. Yeah, and then so he like tries to hide it from his mom as well, and then. Yep. With makeup. Yeah, with makeup. And then he goes, like, the hot water's not working. Like, they make the joke, like, the hot water's not working. It turns out, like, it's fine. They just need to use a switch. But, like, he sees it's Mr. Han instead of Mr. Miyagi. And, like, you see him with, like, chopsticks. And you think he's going to go for the fly. And then he, like, fly swats the thing with the fly swatter thing. <laughs> yeah. And everything. So, you know, it kind of, like, pokes fun at the original movie a little bit. Like, like pays homage, but doesn't, like, do it beat for beat. Like, which I thought was kind of interesting. I liked it. Yeah. One problem I had with this movie is it's a modern movie. It took seven minutes and 14 seconds before they got to China. So, like, it had, like, a little, like, 10 seconds of dialogue. And then it was, like, a montage of them Plane. flying and traveling. I'm like, this was way too long to get into the actual got movie. airplane lag, Mom. <laughs> this movie was, like, two and a half hours long. This movie was fucking long. Can I just say Jaden Smith really annoyed me a bunch of times? He's a terrible actor. And his, like, yeah. facial expressions were terrible. Like I said, this had the makings of a good movie, but I think they needed a different actor. Like, if they got somebody else, it could have been really good. But I did like that the bully was, like, way bigger than him. He was. He was, like, bigger than him, and he was mean-looking. Like, yeah, he was really mean-looking. Totally. And they didn't have that flip at the end where he's like, oh, you're not bad, did they? I didn't, no, I no, he didn't. Like, he's, like, he does the same thing. Like, he, like, bows and, like, gives them the trophy and everything like that. 
But he didn't like call him his friend or anything. He just showed him some respect. Yeah, he just like respect. Yeah, he gave him some respect. <laughs> I like how he got his like. He also like goes up to these old people in the park and talks kind of shit. He's like, oh, they call me ping pong. I don't remember what he said his name was. Ping, ping pong, pong Dre. Dre. And then like he's playing. And the guy's being nice, and then he decides to be a <laughs> dick and like hits the ball at the old man really hard. <laughs> and the old guy schools him in ping pong. Yep. I don't know why he stuck around for that. He's just getting I don't destroyed. And then <laughs> the other thing that was kind of weird about this movie is he shows up to school in his uniform and like everyone makes fun of him. He's like, you only wear a uniform on uniform days. Like, that's weird. Like, I know I had friends who went to like year round schools or schools that had uniforms. And it was yeah. like maybe once a month they got a, like a day where they didn't have to wear the uniform. They could wear normal clothes. That. But here yeah. it was like the reverse. Like, you only have to wear the uniform when you're going on field trips or something. Special, special events. Yeah. But, but Mei Ying was wearing it like half the time. Well, and the other thing that was weird is finally when there was a uniform day, like they gave him shit for not wearing, for wearing the uniform when he wasn't supposed to. But then when they yeah. go to the field trip for the to the Forbidden City, everybody else is wearing the uniform except for him. And so, yep. and he doesn't get in trouble for it. He's a foreigner. Right. And this kid, he does the same thing. He sucker punches some people, too, like in the, um, I guess he doesn't sucker punch him, but like. He throws a bunch of weird drainage on him. He does that, but then he also, that's later, but um, in the first day of school, like, Chang kind of, like, gives him some shit. Like, he, um, like, knocks down his tray. Like, legitimately, Chang started it. Like, the big difference between this one and the other one is nine times out of ten, Dre was getting picked on. But he would escalate it, so, like, Chang, like, kind of shoves him and knocks his tray, and then he, like, fucking tackles him and, like, punches him in the <laughs> cafeteria right in front of a teacher, which is stupid. Wow. And then, yeah, same thing. He, like, finds some, like, weird, like, it seems like it was, like, tar water and throws it yeah, on Yeah, that him. was gross. And then he does, like, this, like, parkour running thing, and I thought this was going to become a race thing, because, like, he says something along the lines is, like, you're really fast, like, you're faster fast. than us, but not, like, not fast enough. And then they beat the living shit out of him again. And then Mr. Han comes over and shows off his Jackie Scan Jackie Chan skills. Jackie Scan. Jackie Scan. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie Chan skills and looks awesome doing it. But that's really the only scene we get to see Jackie Well Chan the difference really is in this cool one he Jackie doesn't Chan actually skill. hit any of the children. No, he makes them do he it. He makes them do it. So he'll like grab their shirt and like throw them. So like they'll yeah. kick or like they're going to do a kick and he'll pick them up and like spin them around so they kick other people. And then he like ties them all together. It was a really cool classic style Jackie Chan scene. But that was the only Jackie Chan scene in it. Yeah, that was like well, his only like, action scene. And then like the same thing kind of plays up. Like he heals him and then he uh, tells him like you need to go talk to their sensei. The fiery cup thing. Yeah, and so they make a little little vacuum with the fiery cups, and then they go to the the um, kung fu studio, and like the the same basic thing happens. Like we're gonna fight right now. Like we'll have them fight, and like the kids told them that the Jackie Chan beat them all up, and he was like, "That's not what happened." But uh, we need to like sort this out, and he's like, "Well, then you we can fight right now." And he's like, "No, it's not fair. Let's uh do it at the t- tournament or whatever." And he's like, "If you don't show up, the master's like, I'm gonna fucking kill you." Like, the teacher's like, I'll fight you, Jackie Chan, you son of a bitch, <laughs> which was pretty, like, that was kind of interesting, I guess. Yeah. And then so. he starts doing the training thing, and, like, instead of doing a bunch of household chores, like, sanding, painting, um, stuff it's like that, it's jacket just taking his jacket off. off, on and off, on and off, like, a thousand times. Which also would not have done it. No, same thing. I think this was even worse than the other one in terms of that. Oh, totally. Um, Because it was just like, it it just happened to be that's how he took his jacket off. Like, that's not how I put on a jacket or take it off the way he did it. No, me neither. But what was... That weird, uh, that mountain climbing, the stairs. Yeah, that was kind of reckless and dangerous. Yeah, for like a 12-year-old child that's actually 10 years old. Yeah. So the thing that bothered (laughs) me about that is so... Like, he could have told him like, hey, we're going to be doing some physical exertion, like drink a bunch of water. But this kid, like, they take like a several hour bus ride. They're not. They didn't. They didn't appear to bring any water. And then they're hiking up like miles and miles of mountain up these stairs. And he's like, "I need some water." And he's like, "There's water at the top." And it's like, dude, one the elevation. This kid's from Detroit. He's not used to the <laughs> elevation. He's not used to the heat. And you're making him do this physical exertion. Like this kid could have died. Oh yeah, totally. But Jackie Chan knows better, right? The one thing I will say, I appreciate this movie, like. Once he got past and he realized, like, Kung Fu was it. The whole point of the jacket thing is, like, you can learn Kung Fu from anything. 
then he actually seemed to do more legitimate training, like doing the push-ups and like resistance training and the whole thing with the arm thing. Yeah, like everything seemed legit. Like I believed it a little bit more. And there wasn't like a definitive timeline. Like this could have been six months. It could have been however, like you don't really know how long this movie takes place. So that's true. I kind of appreciate this a little bit more and I buy it a little bit more. What I didn't buy is that they got to train on the Great Wall of China with no one around. Right. Well, that was a big deal. So this was the first movie to film in the Forbidden City since like 1987. Wow. Yeah. What was was that other one? I don't fucking remember. Uh, That wasn't important to me. It was probably some like other Kung Fu movie. But yeah, this is like the first movie to film since like 1987, the Forbidden City, and they weren't allowed to do like a helicopter shot. So they had to like hand carry everything in. So it was kind of like a big deal. That is a big deal. And this was like a joint venture between Sony and a Chinese company. And so it was like Sony and like two different Chinese companies. That's why like, depending on like, you'll saw saw like different credits um, and everything. So that was interesting. This is kind of a big deal. This is one of the first movies to kind of really do that. Now a lot of movies are doing joint ventures because China's like the second biggest movie market in the world right now. Interesting. And like now movies are starting to do like extra things. Like Iron Man 3 had extra scenes in China that weren't in the American versions. Really? Yeah. Man, now I gotta go watch a bunch of Chinese. It was basically like he flew to China and had like Chinese surgeons did it. And then there was a few random like Chinese like pop stars and actresses that were like in it and did cameos. That's kind of cool. I guess so. You're you're, all right. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) What else is in this? So like it it follows a lot of the same things. Um, What's funny? So (laughs) his wife died. I. Yeah, he got well, he was drunk and got in an accident which caused his wife and child to get killed. Yeah. And so like this one's definitely darker and Mr. Han is not nice to him. Like he's kind of a dick to him the entire movie and he's kind of like apathetic to him the entire movie until the very end of the movie when he gets hurt at the tournament and he's like, "Why do you he's keep so doing this? I don't want to see you get hurt anymore." And he's like, "I have that's what kung fu is about is about not giving up and bringing yourself back up and blah 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 blah, right?" But yeah, Han was kind of a dick. But I liked, I thought Jackie Chan was great in this movie. I think, like, while watching this movie, I was like, he's legitimately a decent actor. Oh, yeah, And for sure. it made me realize, like, I'm like, he, he had a movie that just came out on DVD. It wasn't in theaters very long called The Foreigner, and it's kind of, like, taken. I heard it was really good. And I'm like, I need to go watch this now. Like, I want to see some more Jackie Chan movies. And then Katrina and I were talking about it, and we're like, Jackie Chan is, like, legitimately good and, like, pretty much, I can't think of any Jackie Chan movies I've seen that I don't like. Nope. Jackie Chan's great. He is great. Especially in the Jackie Chan adventures. The cartoon. So, <laughs> it's funny. So, speaking of that, like, you might remember me doing this. You might not. But um, Double D and I are nerds. We play Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. And anytime there's, like, a chant or a spell that, like, I have a character <laughs> do, I always go, ooh, go, wait, wait, find you, Tao. So good. So, other than that, I mean, the movie's pretty much the same. He does, like, some training and stuff. Uh, there is several points where you see him like fixing up a car and you think that he's going to do wax on and wax off. He does it. And the whole premise of the car thing is Han keeps, he crashed this car and he keeps fixing it. And then on the anniversary of his wife and child's death, he destroys the car. It's like, it's pretty fucking dark. And then pretty gnarly. the other kind of subplot in this is like you mentioned, he's kind of like into this girl named Mai Ling and he like convinces her that she needs to have fun. And so they like ditch school on the day of her audition for like to get into this like the equivalent of like Juilliard. <laughs> Somehow that her her audition gets moved up to twenty minutes from then. Right. And what bothered me about that scene is they go to like this like bar or this like not bar, this like arcade and they're playing DDR and they're just like dancing. They both get great scores. Randomly. And it's like they're not even following the screen. They weren't even on the pad. Right. And I was like this She was like in the middle. Yeah. I was I was upset about that also. And the other thing that bothered me so they get to the tournament, right? And like all this stuff has like English things is like open tournament kung fu. It's like why would that be in English? <laughs> it wouldn't be. No, it totally wouldn't be. And da, 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 da. do you really think the the kung fu is that large scale over there? They're like a giant field full of children. Yeah, I think there it is. That's crazy. So like when you get to the tournament thing, like same thing. They don't really know the rules. But I'd have to like one issue I had was I think. Jaden Smith did a pretty good job with, like, the physicality of the role and actually doing, like, some of the martial arts and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, I think he legitimately did a good job. And I, he actually learned karate, he, right? He did. He started or for, like, three months. Yeah. Um, 
the problem I had was like when you saw like the montage of all the different fights when you were looking at the like the bad kids or like the bullies. Like those yep. scenes were insane. Like they were all doing flips and like way more advanced, wrapping their legs around and flinging people around. And then, like I'm not gonna say, like the fight scenes that Jaden Smith did were significantly better than even like the climactic scene in the original one. But then yep. like when it gets to like the semifinals and the finals when he's actually fighting Chang, like Chang was not doing the same level of martial arts that he was doing against like all the previous ones. Yeah, and I so like that was kind of like. I get it that you want to show stuff, but they should have they should have done it shouldn't have had as crazy of kung fu in the earlier stuff because it wasn't believable to me that when final it got fight to the final round yeah especially in the, the the preliminary one with the guy with the mohawk yeah when they were getting all super intense and like doing jump kicks and yeah. roundhouse kicks yeah they were doing flippy flippies and like grapples and you even had like, like a submission in there yeah and that wasn't Weird. anything that popped up later on. No, they're just strikes. Yeah, and that so that kind of bothered me a little bit. And I mean, the the thing that bothered me about both movies is that the protagonist kind of had like an early lead, like in the original one. Da- like Daniel got like three points before Johnny did, even yep. though he had a hurt leg. And that's like it's just not believable. This guy who's been doing karate his entire life is going to lose to a guy who's been doing it for like a month. Yeah, dude, it's ridiculous. His heart's in it. It's stupid and ridiculous. It's the way of defense. Strike first, strike hard. No mercy. And in mercy. this one, so they had a similar thing. Uh, let me see if I can find it. So this was their mantra was, man, I got so notes because so many notes because this movie was so fucking long. I, I've got another note that says when Han finally shows up to like save him, it's forty five minutes in, and I go, fuck, this movie's two hours and twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty. I didn't expect it to be. Yeah, long. it was like, really long. The first long. one was two hours, right? And then this one was two hours and twenty. Yeah, minutes. it's super long. I watched long. the first one that I. Started watching the, the newer one. I was like, oh, shit. I thought this was going to be like an hour and a half. Oh, man. I, I guess I didn't write down the notes. But it's something along the lines. Like, it's um, like no mercy, whatever. Like, it's even more kind of messed up, like the, the mantra um, that he had. But, like, the other thing is, like, for getting his ass kicked as often as he did, he was way too cocky. Mm-hmm, Jaden? Yeah. Yeah. But he's got to be. And he, he really was, like, a bad influence on my lean. Oh, yeah, for sure. But he also is from Detroit. Yeah, it's true. And, yeah, I don't know. That's pretty much all I got. No, I mean, uh, what, what do you think it should have been remade? I don't necessarily think, like I said earlier, I don't I don't necessarily think it was necessary, but I can see why they did it. Because, I mean, they did yeah. four other movies. Like, they, this technically isn't the first, like, remake. Because, I mean, the one with Hilary Swank is kind of like a remake. Even though it still had Mr. Miyagi, so it's like a sequel and a remake. Yeah. And they're bringing it back right now already. So there's a new YouTube Red, like, original series called uh, Cobra Kai. Oh, snap. And it's it's about Johnny's character reopening Cobra Kai, and Daniel's like, you shouldn't do it. Like, I've seen a little 40-second trailer for it. It looks interesting. But it's on YouTube Red? It's on YouTube Red. Which I'll never pay for it? Yeah, I won't pay for it either. Oh, guess I'm not watching that. Yeah, probably not. I'm not going to watch it. I mean... Yeah, I'm never gonna watch it. Sorry, YouTube. Yeah, because I'm not gonna <laughs> steal it from the internet. No, that's not a no, thing. That's not a thing. We don't do that. How do you? What are you talking about, Michael? Yeah, not gonna do it. Um. No. So, but to answer your question, should it have been remade? Like, I think this movie was so close to being awesome. Like, I think, I think the training stuff was great. I think Jackie Chan was great. I think overall, like the updated version of this, taking the China. I think it was interesting, and I don't think it was a. I don't think this was a bad movie. I no, I don't think they had bad ideas. I think it was a good movie. That unfortunately we just had Jaden Smith, and I think like like imagine if they redid this same movie and they had the exact same plot and they took away some of the quips that were like Will Smith because like when Will Smith is in a movie, he has his own writer that comes in and they punch up the dialogue to make it a Will Smith movie. Tom Cruise does the same thing. A lot of these yeah. big actors will come through and make it like changes to make it like their style for them. And clearly yeah. they Will Smith had his writer come in and be like, here, these are some things that I think he should say. Um, but imagine if like they remade the, they took the exact same script, more or less the same story. And then you took one of the kids from like stranger things. Like if you had like Finn Wolfhard, the guy who's also the kid who plays Mike in stranger things. And uh, he's in yeah. it. Like it could have been a really good movie. Like I think with a talented child actor, this could have been really good. Yeah, I can see where you're going with that. I also do think they needed somebody more athletic, though. I mean, he 
it had like a little six pack, but that could just be because he was like super no, I mean, skinny. More athletic than Mike would have been. I mean, if you look at um, Ralph Macchio, that kid was he was super fucking skinny. Yeah, and was. so was was Jaden Smith. So I don't necessarily think that's necessarily an issue. But I I'm just saying like you could there are legitimately good child actors out there um that you could have done you could even if you wanted to go the female route like the girl who plays 11 in stranger things she's fantastic yeah like i'm just saying with a good actor this could have been really really good yeah so i'm not gonna say that i don't think the remake was like no the remake wasn't necessarily needed but it was so close to being really good like i it's hard for me to like definitively say no this shouldn't have happened because i actually I feel like 90% of this movie was fantastic. I think they should have made it, but they should have titled it The Kung Fu Kid. They could have just made it, yeah. Yeah, It would have been an homage to the movie, but it would have been its own movie. And it still could have been basically a remake where they just changed the name. Because there are plenty of remakes where they change the name. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I get that. I mean, like, they do make a comment, like, um, the mom says something like, oh, you're doing karate. And she's like, he's like, it's not karate, it's kung fu, you stupid bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like, the other thing that I thought was interesting, so in this one, he's like watching karate, like kung fu videos. And the original one, Ralph Macchio has like a karate book that he's like reading to learn yeah. how to do karate. And like Han makes fun of him for watching a video. And then like Mr. Miyagi is like, you can't learn karate from a book. Like they both kind of make fun of him. Yep. Um, and I do appreciate the changes. Like I do once again. Like I think Jackie Chan was fantastic in this movie, and I kind of liked having the darker kind of mentor who's kind of damaged, and they both learn from each other. Because Mr. Miyagi was just like a wise old man and just gave Daniel everything. And in this one, there was some give and take. Uh, they yeah, both learned from each other. Yeah. Yeah. Different dynamic. Yeah. Like I I liked that, and that's the thing that's like once again, like I'm just saying the same thing over. Like I legitimately enjoyed this movie. I think it was a little long. I think it could have used a little bit of editing, but I think the fight choreography was fantastic. I think the supporting yeah, the fighting was cool, except for that last kick. I think that was a little the too... weird flip. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was cool. Don't get me wrong, but like that was not going to happen. No. Uh, overall, I I think it was a fine movie. Um, I don't think we're going to get any sequels, obviously. <laughs> no. Well, no. Uh, but I like if Jackie, Ch- if they were like let's do another one and get a different kid and Jackie Chan train somebody else. Like I would probably watch it again if you had them for the most part, the same creative crew. Like I think they were so close to making an awesome movie. Anything big budget with Jackie Chan. I think I'm going to watch. Yeah. Cool. I I don't think we have anything else to say about this. Mm, Nope. Nope. Cool. Well, thank you everyone for listening to remake rewind. Uh, it's part of the MDX pods network. If you are interested in anything else for that, we have to offer, go to mdxpods.com. If you want to throw a couple dollars our way and support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash MDX pods. We've got some like interesting rewards on there. We also upload the episodes a couple days early so you can listen to the episodes before anybody else. Um, also once again, check out our sponsor at audibletrial.com slash MDX pods and you get something free and you help the show. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Check out our other podcast, ruin my childhood with, uh, myself and Katrina. And other than that, thank you for listening. Please like, and share our content on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram or whatever. It helps us get seen and grow our audience. It helps us out a lot. And uh, once again, check out Get to the Podcast, their episode on whether or not DC will ever catch up to Marvel. Uh, The last episode, I kind of mentioned that I was going to be in it, but that episode actually is out now. And that is the title, Will DC Ever Catch Up to Marvel? I was very smart and articulate, and go listen to it. (laughs) And that's it. Sweep the leg. That's it. Thank you, guys. guys. Bye.